Bud Bronson and the Good Timers. Join us for a session to play three songs from their sophomore album, Between the Outfield and Outer Space. The album is out now. You can see them Saturday night at Ratio Beer Works. Welcome back, guys. Thanks for having us. Thank you. You're here to perform some new tunes. Set this one up. This is We Are the Champions of the Basement. It's the ideal bridge from everything previous in our catalog to the new album. On the surface level, it may seem a celebration of the basement mentality and forever quarantining yourself from the world and living in the past and hiding away, but it's more of a satire of, of that. I think in today's world, it's really important to be able to separate nostalgia from reality and not take the past too seriously and not try to really recreate it and undo all the progress that we have done. Well, let's get into it now in the studio, Bud Bronson and the Good Timers. Nobody's getting away 
champions We are the champs of the basement Whoa, we are the champions We are the champions We are the champs of the basement If we miss our glory days And turn back the clock So they always stay The world gives to peace At the smaller place Pop me in and tell me it'll be okay Bronson and the Good Timers in the performance studio. That's their song, We Are the Champions of the Basement, a song that you can find on their new album, Between the Outfield and Outer Space. So in the studio today, Brian Beer on guitar and vocals, Luke Gottlieb on guitar. They're both going to be chatting with me, as well as drummer of Forrest Bartosh and on bass, Austin Grafa. So Brian, you guys just got back from tour. You just literally rolled back into town. You were across Middle America. How was everything? We just uh, drove the van into the studio. <laughs> it was long. It was hard. Um, grueling as any tour is. You know, it's like we're all one year older every time we do it. So yeah, it it seems this like impending. <laughs> it's more exacting every time. It's it's. I'm getting too old for this. I know. Forrest never says that, and he's the oldest one out of us. So he really is a champion. Yeah. Well, on Halloween, you guys played the coveted Paste Magazine and Day Trotter session yes. in Iowa, and then you went to Omaha to do your last tour date. How was the Day Trotter session? Day Trotter was awesome. That was our, I think, third or fourth time playing there. We we love those guys, and let it be known that that was yesterday morning, so we've done three shows slash sessions in the last 28 hours yeah. and 900 miles, so yeah. we're ready to go home and eat a salad. And you guys were dressed as astronauts for Halloween. We were. It yep. makes sense, the new album Between Outfield and Outer Space. I want to read you something that your label, Snappy Little Numbers, said about you guys. They called this album a powerful statement for the band. Everything you know and love about Bud Bronson and the Good Timers is here, but they've honed their craft to make this a concise and essential document of what it's like to rock harder than ever, while being just a tad more responsible in life. What do you think about that sentiment? feel like even like Brian you can kind of touch on a lot of the kind of meaning behind that but I think even just our our first album Fantasy Machine was kind of our uh, dipping our toes into the water you know and kind of figuring out how to do this thing and figuring out what our voice was I think uh, you know there's a level of maturity on this second album and there's a lot of those kind of uh, statement you know Bud Bronson aspects that are there but yeah the craft is more honed um I would say that, you know, it's there's probably a more serious note underneath this album. To be a party band in a party rock band is I don't think anyone in this band likes that that term, but you know, to be labeled as that for so long and to kind of carry that into the world that we seem to be living in now just seems like I mean, you can't carry that blissful ignorance that we championed on Fantasy Machine, you know, tongue in cheek as it may have been, you can't carry that forward forever especially as you hit your 30s and the world changes so significantly during that time it seems like a lot of the songs on the record are about life or finding life's purpose and yeah i think finding your purpose in life kind of separating 
your role as a spectator versus an engaged human kind of who has some control and impact over, um, if not the whole world, at least something small around you, your community, the people around you, rather than just kind of letting it all happen and just kind of enjoying and indulging and living off the fat of the land of the free, so to say. It feels like I feel like when I listen to this record, you've written songs uh, with metaphors that talk a little bit about sports and, and purpose, sure. which I want to get into a little bit more. But uh, play a song for us. What's up next? Yeah, this song is called End of Our Lives. The song before it is called um, something parentheses, Life of Purpose. And it's about having that conviction to really change the world and do something and be a better person. This is the follow up thought to that, which is. <laughs> the world could end at any moment and uh, should we just keep enjoying it while we can Yeah, it could be the end of our lives. 
I got this feeling that I'm trying to deny tonight Yeah, this could be the end of our lives Have a fancy long living off the fat of the land Of these stars and stripes I don't wanna feel like a parasite Yeah, this could be the end Bronson and the Good Timers, end of our lives. In the performance studio, the band performs Saturday night at Ratio Beer Works. Some of the writing on the new album is sports metaphors to talk about life, childhood, family, politics. Can you go into that a little bit more? Yeah, I mean, there's a very clear example. Uh, during the summer, of, I'm a huge New York Mets fan. During the summer of 2016, while the whole election cycle was gaining steam, I was kind of following that from afar and really rapidly following the New York Mets as they made a playoff push. And uh, when they were eliminated in early October and the season ended, I shifted immediately all that energy that I'd spent on sports towards Hillary Clinton versus uh, Donald Trump. And it was just the same thing. There was countless hours of analysis and interviews, and it was just pitted in this very adversarial us-versus-them team versus team matchup and it just seems like there that's just how so much of the dialogue is these days or a lack thereof of dialogue and it's just really it's just so contentious and it's such an unproductive and seemingly just dooming way to carry forward so I think there's kind of just a lot of that what does it take to be a conscientious conscious engaged human in this culture where competition and kind of spectatorship is encouraged so much. Yeah, it is an interesting perspective. Politics as a spectator sport. Yeah, sure. For so many of us. The election is coming up on Tuesday. Did you guys send in your ballots? I know you've been on the road. Yeah, we're anxiously awaiting our arrival to home. Yes. Probably the first thing, first couple things we'll do. Yeah, fill out the ballot. Yeah. So, Brian, in 2015, that when you guys were in the studio, you said that the fantasy machine is an extension of the live show experience. Mm-hmm. So what's your thought be- behind this new record? Is it still that extension? Um, Luke can speak about this, too, but um, we we really went deeper on the recording process, and we just layered the heck out of it with tracks upon tracks. And we owe a lot to Chris Vogel, our engineer at Black and Bloom Studios, for allowing us that freedom and for being really open. So this is really kind of, I think, more of a representation of what we can do in the studio and somewhat of an homage, at least, to some of the more instrumental and shoegazy stuff that I, you know, grew up on. And I know that Luke loves too. Yeah. And I think, you know, the, the live show, when you kind of compare that with fantasy machine, it is like all these stage antics and, and crazy 
leads and all these crazy changes. And now with Outfield, we added so much more focus and intention on having better vocals, more melody, adding a lot of vocal harmonies, which Austin and I have really started to kind of embrace. And I feel like it's made our live shows even better because now we have so much more in the arsenal that we can pull out, yet we still maintain that kind of fun throwback energy that I think people started to love about the live shows of Bud Bronson. So we're just kind of adding more more maturity in the songwriting, but maintaining that youthfulness on stage. Yeah, yeah. the good kind of nostalgia yeah. for yep. you guys. So we have time for one more song. Set this one up. It's Leave It Open. Yeah, Leave It Open is kind of about, um, there's a lot of, again, glorifying the past on previous Bud Bronson material. And this is kind of a more honest take on that. Um, you're going home and um, you maybe are, you kind of revert to that world that you were in as a child or as an adolescent. And it's sometimes can be hard to reconcile your present reality with that past existence. So a lot on this album that's kind of trying to make sense of that. Is that okay or is that a bad thing? Um, and this is just kind of acknowledging and giving further treatment to that.
Leave It Open from Bud Bronson and the Good Timers. Their sophomore album, Between the Outfield and Outer Space, is out now digitally as well as on translucent green vinyl. It does look like the outfield when you hold it. The band <laughs> performs Saturday night at Ratio Beer Works with Instant Empire and Space in Time. Thank you guys so much for coming in. It's great to have you back. Thank oh, you so much. We yeah. appreciate it. Thanks so much for having Happy us. Happy to this be is, home. This is the best. Yeah.